everybody. Welcome back to Looking for the Real God. This is Christy Lynn Wood. Today we're going to jump back into our series of how did we get here? How did we get to this place within the Christianity where things are just such a mess? And today we're going to talk about biblical interpretation. I hope you guys had a good spring break, Easter vacation, whatever that looked like for you. For me, it was uh, just staying home and I actually had my COVID vaccine on Monday and I felt like absolute poop yesterday and I'm much better today. So woohoo, here's to no COVID in my future, hopefully. Um, But we're going to jump back into this whole, how did we get here series. As I look around and I read things and I listen to stuff, I am just increasingly kind of overwhelmed with just the state of our American Christianity. There are definitely some wonderful things that are happening and there's God is always on the move. But at the same time, there's just some really screwed up stuff that's going on right now. I've been following a lot of people on Instagram lately who are also passionate about like spiritual abuse and bringing that to light and stuff like that. And that's great. But at the same time, I kind of feel like, what what am I and how do I fit in here? What's my message? I don't want to just be Enneagram 4. I know, here we go again. I don't want to just be one of the voice. I want to be who I'm supposed to be. Like, what is my message supposed to be? I was actually talking to Jesus about this this morning in my quiet time and asking him, like, what, what am I? Like, what am I supposed to be that makes me different? I know it's really dumb, Enneagram 4 again. But like, what, what is my message? What is my individuality supposed to be? And I really feel like the calling he's put on my heart is just to be in this middle way, a place of where I'm trying to find balance, where I'm trying to find the tension of grace and truth, where I'm trying to be somebody who has wisdom, who's skeptical, and yet has faith at the same time. Uh, I really want to be someone with discernment and clarity and just being this orthodox, solid place at the same time questioning all this junk that we find within Christianity. So that's my goal. And even as I go through the series of how did we get here, that is my goal. I don't want to be somebody who's reacting. I want to be somebody who can say, this is a problem. Here's where it is. But this is what Jesus is. This is who God is. And this is why I believe this orthodox historical Christianity that I believe. Biblical interpretation is huge when it comes to screwing up belief about God and ourselves and salvation and everything. Because all of our beliefs, where do we get them from? We get them from the Bible, right? That's where we find out our Christian faith. That's where we find out Jesus. And ultimately, they do come from the Bible. But the problem is, we have just really gotten terrible at interpreting the Bible. And honestly, if you look back, people have always been terrible at this. I mean, the Pharisees were so biblically literate, and yet they missed Jesus. So this is nothing new. This is just how broken people are. We tend to screw things up. But I think a lot of the problems within our modern Christianity, our modern evangelical Christianity that we're seeing really lie with this just really faulty biblical interpretation, which is ironic because they very much claim to be literal biblical interpretational people. And yet at the same time, sometimes their literal isn't really literal. So we're going to get into that. I mentioned before on this podcast the book Jesus and John Wayne by Kristen Cobes Dumez. 
And I don't agree with all of her perspectives or her conclusions. I think there's a lot of sweeping judgments and painting with really broad brushes. But at the same time, it's almost impossible to ignore the facts that she points out. And it almost makes everything make sense. Like when you see the facts and you see the things line up within this history of history of the last, you know, since 1950s, probably of evangelical Christianity, you're like, oh, wow. Yep. Can see that. So when we talk about biblical interpretation, I think one of the things that we get in trouble with on both sides of the spectrum is this idea of a literal biblical interpretation. So often people in evangelical churches are very fixated on this literal interpretation. But what it actually ends up meaning is like the most simple, literal English understanding of this passage. And in the book, um, Jesus and John Wayne, Kristen actually talks about the SBC, Southern Baptist Convention, creating a time, a place when they said, this is how we're going to interpret scripture in the easiest, most literal English way possible. And I only did an audio version of that book. So I I can't find the actual part where she says that or even where she gives her support for that actually happening. And so I've been looking at online, but they want like $30 for a Kindle version. So I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. Um, But I remember reading this, talking about how they were saying, we're going to do this is how we're going to interpret scripture. We're going to do the simplest English literal interpretation. And at the time, according to this book, um, there were some women who were in leadership in the SBC. And they were pushing back on that and saying, well, contextually, that doesn't really make sense. And, you know, historically, as we look at this passage, that doesn't really make sense. And the next thing we know, in most evangelical circles, Christian women are no longer allowed to be in leadership based on simple English interpretations of some texts in the New Testament. Very interesting stuff. We're actually going to get more into that next week. I know I've talked about it before, but I think it's very important to really just hammer this home. There's some of these things that we have just accepted that are not actually biblically accurate. So that's a problem. This whole idea of like, we're going to take the simplest English understanding of this text and just assume that we're right. Uh, that, wow. Wow. Okay, so that's the conservative side of things. But the progressive side of things is interesting too, because I feel like so often in their rejection of passages of scripture, it's based on the same idea, the simplest English translation. I had somebody reach out to me recently saying, um, it's a good thing Jesus really valued women, and we can see that in the Gospels because Paul sort of screwed it up later on in the epistles. And I was like, uh, no, no, that's just our simple English translation. Like, I've heard some really great explanations of those passages recently, which we'll go into next week. Um, but that's the, that's the whole problem with this idea is that we're going to read the Bible in our English translation 2,000 years since it was written, and we're going to assume that we know what it means based on those English words and our understanding of them in the 21st century. I am just astounded by the arrogance of that, that we honestly think that we here, white Americans in the 21st century, can just automatically assume that we know exactly what this book meant based on our own English interpretation of it. The arrogance and the ignorance at the same time. That's not taking into account at all culture, uh, the fact that we're like 2,000 years away from that ancient civilization where it was written. It's not taking into account Eastern versus Western thought. It's not taking into account meanings of words have changed. It's not taking into account any kind of idioms or 
phrases that people would use back then that we don't catch on to. It's not taking into account so many things. And this is where I see everything getting screwed up. Because if you were going to ask me, do I believe in the inerrancy of scripture? Do I, do I believe that there's no errors in it? Do I believe that God actually made it, that he inspired it? Do I believe that it's literal? I would say absolutely yes. But at the same time, my yes is going to look different than someone else's yes, because I believe that the Bible needs to be interpreted through its genres. We talked about this before. What kind of book is this that I'm reading? That determines whether it's literal or figurative. That determines what I take away from it, depending on what kind of a book it is. Who was writing it? Who was reading it? What was the original intent? What were they expecting? What were they looking for? What were they trying to say? What were they trying to communicate? You have to look into, like, who is this prophecy written to? Is it written to the nation of Israel? Has it already been fulfilled? All this kind of stuff. And so, yes, I believe in a literal Bible, but I believe in it being interpreted through the genres within context, looking at historical understanding. Not a whole lot of this happens. We are so biblically illiterate these days. Christians do not read their Bibles. And if they do read them, so many of them do not understand how to interpret it, how to understand it. And yet at the same time, we have so many resources available to us. Like we are without excuse. We have the Bible available to us on our phones in tons of different translations. We have access to all kinds of study guides and study tools on our phones, on our computers, on our tablets. Everything is available to us. And yet we are so happy to just go ahead and say, well, no, I'm going to just take the simple English understanding of this and I'm either going to reject it or I'm going to accept it in its literal fact and come up with some crazy views of how I look at life. It's not okay. It's not okay. We are never going to find the real God when we interpret his word through our own understanding. We have to be willing to look at this and dig and understand that it's not about me, that I am not somehow evolved to the point where I can just say, well, this is what it means, obviously. Like I said, the arrogance and the ignorance of that assumption is just mind-blowing. So much of our false theology these days is based on this problem. And so much of people's rejection of the Bible, whether it's progressive Christians or people who have just been like hurt by the Bible and church, so much of their rejection is based on the same problem. The Bible being read in a way that is never intended to be read. The Bible being applied in ways that was never intended to be applied. And so people look at this and they reject it, saying, well, that can't be true. That's not right. Without understanding what it was really trying to say. So here I am, middle way, balance, trying to find this. What does it look like? 100% believe the Bible is the word of God. And I also 100% believe that we have taken it out of context, twisted it, misused it, and used it to abuse people, which is never the way God wanted it to be read or used. And so we're going to jump into a few of the issues that I see really at the forefront of how do we get here. And we're going to talk about women. We're going to talk about the way our churches have viewed women, whether it's just in leadership or whether it's um, sexually through the purity culture. And we're going to really just look into, is this actually biblical according to a true understanding of the Bible? Or is it just something we have read into it in our English interpretations and said, this is what it says. So therefore we will do this or therefore we will reject it. It can't be right. 
let's look and see what is the Bible really saying. And let's jump in and believe it. Hold the tension. Hold the tension of grace and truth. Hold the tension of us being the created creature and God being God. And let's try to find out what is he really saying to us? Who are we really? And what does he really want from us? Looking forward to this as we continue this series, guys. Until next time, keep searching. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love to have you join me over on my website at christylynnwood.com. For more content, free resources, and opportunities to connect with a community of people who are looking for the real God.